What's up, guys? Uh, we're on another episode from Track World News. My name is Colin Kelly. Uh, today we got Cade Flat from uh, Old Miss, um, absolute high school stud, and I don't expect anything less than when he's in college. So, Cade, thank you so much for uh, meeting up with me when uh, this busy, busy time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're my first one this year, or the new year. So, yeah. Hey, there we go. Love to hear that. Um, all right, Cade, just run it down for us to get take us back you know hometown everything um i know kenton kenton kentucky correct benton benton, benton. With geez i put down k that's my apologies benton kentucky, my apologies um and then marshall county i'm getting that one right yes, cool sir. all right uh well talk to me about we'll get right into it talk to me about you know before track and field before Cade flat you know high school phenomenon take us back like First little bit of sports you were doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, started off in Benton, Kentucky, Marshall County. That's where I've grown up uh, my entire life. Um, I really started with every sport under the sun. Besides, I think track was the last sport that I tried. Um, so, you know, it was basketball, football, baseball, soccer, all that stuff. And really, I kind of went into – I was more of a basketball kid my entire life. So, Marshall County, if you look up, like, Marshall County, like, our gym, we have one of the best high school basketball gyms in the country, surprisingly. We have a tiny town, right? Small town, one school in the entire county. But we got a really nice gym. So, we're basketball county. Uh, that's what I was kind of falling into. And then track just kind of started to uh, – parents put me in it. I was kind of bouncing off the walls and stuff, is like I like to say and what they like to say, too. And uh, they kind of made me try it and ran ran – my first meet and I ran the uh, mile and I did the high jump. So I was always an athletic kid. Um, I could always jump pretty high. Like I could dunk at eighth grade and stuff like that. Um, but so I was in high jump in the mile. So I went and ran the mile and I was high jumping, loved high jump, hated the mile. I got smoked. I ran the 522 and I was in, this was my sixth grade year yeah. and uh, did high jump, whatever, liked high jump, hated the mile. And I was supposed to run the 800 that night and the meet ran late and we didn't, and I didn't get to. So I was like, Oh, thank God. Like I didn't have to run this 800, like get me out of here, whatever. Second meet, I told my parents, like, basically, I was going to quit. And I was just like, okay, one more, I'm just going to give it one more try, see if I like it. And I'm going to quit after this one. And a coach put me in the 800. I won. And it was like the number one time as a sixth grader at the time. It was like 230 or something. Jeez. And so I, and I had no idea what mile split is. My dad didn't know, we didn't know anything about it. I just, I ran, I saw an opportunity to win a race. I won it. And I was like, okay, maybe that will happen every, every so often or so. Um, was going to quit. And then everybody, like, kind of who's, more into the track stuff was like you mile split you're like you know you're number one for your age and we're all like what's all this and you know by the end of it my dad had a mile split account and all that stuff and we're checking up keeping up with it and uh kind of kind of just went up from there i was i was number one in the country i ended up running 208 my sixth grade year um and then i was number one in the country all the way up until my junior year where i was second and then i i got back on that senior year so uh yeah yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see. I mean, I, I was even looking back at, like, somewhere like 2019. I saw, like, high jump six foot, and then you're running 153 as an 800 runner. It's just, like, it, it would just I can only imagine being, a, like, a parent or something, just watching you go do high jump, probably win it, and then be like, all right, time to go run the 800, and then you're running 153. I mean, and it's also crazy to think that, you know, if you didn't take that one extra chance, that one extra chance, like there would have been no, you know, like I said, no cage flat phenomenon. Like, you know, the world would have never known what you could have done. And I think that's amazing. So, I mean, that's, you know, the world works in crazy, crazy ways. So definitely props to 
props to your parents on that one. You definitely should give yeah. them that in the back. Yeah, I appreciate it. And and that's what's also like what sucked. I was I thought I could be I think I could be pretty good at high jump if I wanted to. But you know, these guys would check out and run the four by one and the one hundred. I'd check out, run the mile, come back, try to jump over a bar six foot. You just your legs are gone. You oh know? yeah, you, you got some tired good. legs. But uh yeah, there's meets where I did the high jump the 400, the 800, and then the 4x4, all in the same meet. Like, my regional meet for high school as a freshman, I was doing those. I got first, first, and then third and high jump, doing all that stuff. It's just like, you just can't do it. So I had to pick one or the other, and I picked the run, and people people tend to keep up with that more. So Yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I'll, I'll say that. Um, so, I mean, what, so obviously I was going to say, was it always distance? I mean, I saw you do a little bit of cross country too. Was that more or less like you felt like – you know, I need to get a little bit of endurance under me. Was it your parents kind of pushing you or that or? Um, yeah, so basically, um, I've never been too much of a distance kid. I've never really enjoyed the mile. Uh, I've never enjoyed really anything over 800. Like that's my bread and butter. That's what I, I love running the 800. I don't like running the mile. I like running the 400, but I love running the 800. And, um, you know, it, the cross country was never my thing. I always hated it. I always, it was just, and that's my thing. Anything over 800, and I've said this before in, in some interview, and I think the mile is just like how fast you can run an 800 on tired legs. You know, no, ma no matter how fast you're running mm -hmm. a mile, you go out the first two laps, whether you're breaking four or whatever, you're, you're going to be comfortable. But then the next two is when it sucks. It's just, a, it's just a tired 800. So I've never got that. I'm always bored the first two laps and hurting the second two. And then cross country, I'm bored the first mile and a half and then just hurting the rest of it. So it's just... I don't know. I really like going fast. I like in cross country. I'm I like when the uh, kind of attention's on me and the people can watch and, and see and you can kind of put on a show and a little bit of performance. And cross country, you're back in the woods and it's just you and another dude breathing on you. So I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not that. Yeah, I mean, and to talk about entertaining people, man. I mean, you in high school were very entertaining. I, I, before I even get into the entertaining part, I wanted to ask, what was the turning point for you? I mean. Like you were, uh, don't me wrong, from the start, you were an amazing, amazing runner, but obviously there had to have been some some type of switch that flipped. And like, what was it that switched? Like, was it someone, was it something? I mean, cause what you were doing was like, I mean, 2021, you, you went from being a 156 guy to a 150 guy. And then obviously we all know what you did your senior year going down to 146. So, I mean, what was it that like you did different and why? Yeah. Um, so really, I, I don't know when I said this, but I was talking to a teammate. It was either my freshman or sophomore year. And I, and I was telling him because I'd, I'd been, you know, I'd been good. I, you know, and I'm not trying to be, a, you know, I mean, I'm trying to be humble. good, um, you know, throughout my high school. I wasn't anything crazy. I wasn't anything just completely special, but I was all right. And, uh, you know, I told told some guys, I was like, you know, it'd be sick to be like top five ever. You know, the, the top five 800 runner in high school, like you know fifth ever in history that'd be awesome and yeah. as, as it kind of kept going and, and my junior year hit and uh you know i've said this before and i, and I went across the, the line i ran 150 and it was like everything i had right and i and i was a top i was a top guy in the country i wasn't the top guy i was a top guy i was one of the i was one of the good guys but mm. really just switched i wanted to be something different i wanted to be something special and um i, th I think that i feel like high school track and field and track and field in general needed somebody to kind of just step up and be the top guy uh, and, I, and that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the best. I wanted when people think of 800 meters or even high school track and field or whatever realm I'm in, I want them to kind of think of me. And uh, that's really what happened. So workouts, uh, preseason going into my senior year, it was kind of like just a switch going off. Um, 
I was telling myself every day, you know, this is what national champs do. And I'd never won a national championship in my life. But I was saying, this is what national champs do. National champion, right? State champion, right? World champion, all this stuff, all this stuff. And uh, as soon as I, re- I opened up with 149, and then that switched to best ever. So all that all that stuff, I, I kind of went out there, ran the fifth fastest time indoor with 149. And then I was kind of saying to myself, okay, now, now it's I'm not just another top guy. I want to be the top guy. Now it's best ever. So every workout, every rep, every day, uh, that was kind of my thing. It was, it was best ever, right? Every, you know, I'd be tired in the workout and I'd be sitting there holding my, you know, holding my knees and trying to catch my breath. But I'm saying, best ever, best ever. This ain't nothing. So, uh, you know, just trying to outwork all the grades before me. And uh, I think that's where it led. So just to, just to you know, self-belief just got me here. Yeah, I mean, that mentality is, is awesome. And, you know, some people like you, you were even saying just a couple of minutes ago, you're like, oh, I don't want to like make it sound like I, you know, give myself a big head. And there were, there are some people out there who like looked at you, looked at your, you know, what you were saying. They're like, oh, this kid thinks he's all. But realistically, you know, you know, coming from another 800 runner is you got to have that mentality. You can't go into this 800 meter because it will kick your ass. Yep. If you go in there, you're like, oh, you know, I, you know, it's, the best man, may the best man win. You're gonna get your, you're gonna get your, your shit rocked, <laughs> and that's just yeah. how it is. And you had that mentality of like, I'm the best, I'm the best, because that's what you have to do. And you know, it, it, it showed. It showed from you know your 800 to your 400, even to your 1600. I mean, you know, 146, and then you have your, your you have a 46 and a 412. Those are not times that you know are laughable. Those times are like you said, you were best not in like just the nation you were at your age you were the best in the world and i think it's really cool to say that like you know you didn't want to be the best at your age you wanted to be the best and it showed when you went to usa's i mean you were out there with the big dogs and you it didn't even seem like oh this kid's in high school still or he's just getting out of high school you know what i mean that's what i and that's what i wanted uh you know i had a chance to go to u20s uh could have gone to u20s i think i could have done great at u20s um I think 151 the USA to make the team USA, but that's not what I wanted. I always wanted to push myself and, uh, you know, see how it's not about, you know, U20 would have been great uh, to get a US title and, you know, that age group would have been awesome. You know, represent my country, of course, that's what I want. I want that team USA kit and stuff, but I want to feel like I actually earned it. Mm. Uh, and and to me, that just wouldn't have, I don't know, that wouldn't have amounted to as much. And I wanted to go prove myself against the, the biggest and the baddest. And that's, you know, you can see my races, you can see my semifinal race. I, you know, I was in the back and, made a big push towards the front. I was always trying to win those races. Uh, you know, I went up head, neck and neck with Donovan Brazier, all of them, you know? So I was always trying to win those races. And, and uh, you know, it, it came to a point where I just was trying to prove myself and not not just win. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for an excuse not to lose. I was looking for an opportunity to win, so. Yeah, no, I mean, it was an amazing race. I mean, it was so cool. I'm always, like, I wouldn't say you were the underdog, but like coming in as a high schooler, going into your, you know, first year at Ole Miss, I mean, you were technically the underdog. So I was always like, yo, this kid's about to kick some ass. Like, I can only imagine, like, you know, Clayton Murphy, Don Brazier, uh, Brent, like, all those kids, all those guys, like, grown men are probably, like, sweating and lining up with you. And I think that's sick. So, like, obviously, I never got to congratulate you, but congrats on that. Yeah. So um, I definitely, like, just to, like, right before we get into Old Miss, I did want to ask, like, was there really any pressure, like, running your senior year? What was it, like, kind of because you were just climbing the stairs it wasn't even like you kind of hit a plateau was there any pressure going into nationals going into usas or was it kind of all just like you know icing on the cake um it was it was all it was all what i did to myself 
uh, I don't think there would have been any pressure on Cade Flat if Cade Flat didn't put any on himself. You know what I mean? I always spoke things out for people to see and people to get their give their two cents on and uh, things like that. And you know that's that's just who I am and that's the that's the guy I wanted to be. Um, there was no pressure, and every time I was sitting there, I was like, man, you know, I'm I'm kind of feeling something. It's like you put this on yourself, man. You know, you got to get yourself out of it. And I think I thrive off those big moments. Uh, I think that. You know, big opportunities is what I run this, you know, what I run every day for, uh, you know, every every stride I'm doing, every sprint, every workout, every distance run. I'm always thinking about the big opportunities and not the little races where no one's going to be watching. You know what I mean? I want, I want all eyes on me. And that's that's what I've kind of I guess I guess I've, I've got what I asked for. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like every race you ran, you made you made me made of it whatever you wanted it to. You, like if it was a small invitational or USA's, it seemed like you went out there, you ran your hardest, and that's something I feel like any runner from the age, you know, the age group of sixth grade all the way up to, you know, these professionals need to really, you know, take because it's, if you don't want to, if you want to be the best, you got to be the best in every single race. And I think that's something what Cade Flat does, you know what I mean? And I think, and something that kind of hit, uh, you know, really resonated with me was I was running my regional meet and, um, I'm sitting there and I'm seeing these two guys and they kind of got their, their cameras and they're kind of like, uh, you know, taking pictures and videos and stuff. And they're a little younger. They might be just in college or something. And they're they're out there and they kind of say, hey, can we get a picture? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Where are you guys from? And they were from about like three, three and a half hours away from where I was running this meet. And they just they just came. They just wanted to come see me race. And this was a meet. Uh, it was right after Trials of Miles when I first ran 146. Mm. It was three days after that. So I'm running this meet and I'm doing the four by eight, the 400, the 800, and the four by four. So I'm kind of just trying to get through it. Uh, you know, just trying to stay stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, my body's a little hurt. I just got off a plane two days ago uh, and everything. But then I got these guys coming who they went through eight, three hours. You know, I got to put on something more of a show. And uh, I, I, you know, Prefontaine said it and, you know, Kobe Bryant said all these things. And, you know, when people, you know, pay money and, and use time and gas and, and they go to see you, they expect something. Uh, you know, you got to give them something, uh, whether it's a fast time or just, you know, something entertaining or to walk away with. But, uh, yeah, I owe it to everybody, all my supporters and all those guys to, to give them give them a show. It's, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're, we're a sport, right? We're here to entertain. It's it's, you know, it's basically show business. But. I think people a lot of times forget about that thing and try to shell up and keep quiet and just run a fast time and expect people to care. Uh, that's really not how this sport works. So, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's it's while we're, while we're in it, while we're in it. Um, so I guess we'll now we'll just fast forward a little bit. You know, uh, let's talk about a little, talk about Ole Miss. Why why Ole Miss? What was the like? What was the key factor that was like? All right, Ole Miss. Because I mean, don't be wrong. If you know the running world, you know college running. You know Ole Miss is. You know, not only just really good in distance world, but middle distance. I mean, you it's always been a historical college for middle distance from, you know, anywhere from the 400, which is, you know, a little bit, you know, longer sprint all the way up to the mile. I mean, so like, was it, you know, was it the school? Was it, you know, the area? Like, what, what was the key factor for you? Uh, when people ask me this, I normally just say it was everything. Uh, I say it checked all the boxes. Um, Ole Miss is three and a half hours from my house. Um, it's an SEC school. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I like being down here. It's a small town. I'm from a real small town, but, you know, honestly, Oxford's like a big city from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's great. Favorite color is red. Um, and then my most, my two most important things was uh, successful teammates and successful coaches. I wanted to be surrounded by successful people all the time. And uh, 
so really training partners and I, and I said this to every school I looked at I wanted to you know successful people to be around in the dorm room and the uh you know locker room online and then successful people coaching me and you know have been in these places who have coached national champions and have been in these tough spots and can make uh smart decisions for that are best for me um so that's that's really what I wanted and uh you know you, you are who you surround yourself with so I wanted that and Ole Miss did all that, and at, you know it's starting to show right now. Even uh, Baylor Franklin, he finished fifth last year at USA's, and he has the US number one time. He just ran 146 yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, you know we got a really good squad down here. I think we got the best 800 school in the country. Uh, we got we got Tiernan, uh, Corkin. He's he's British, and he's a 146 guy as well. We got me, Baylor, and uh, you know it, it got kind of weird right before USA's. Uh, Coach Van Hoy, who originally recruited me, he left and uh, went to Cal Poly. And so I really didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew if I was going to go to college, it was going to be Ole Miss still. And, and Coach Smith came along, Coach Adam Smith, and he came. And, I, you know, after one talk with him, I was all good and we were all set. And he's been great. Um, you know, he, he's he'd, I'd, he'd do anything for me and I'd do anything for him. So I'm really happy with where I'm at and I'm, I'm glad I stayed. No, I'm definitely glad, I'm definitely happy to hear that because I was going to ask you about that. I know it was a really, really weird situation with, uh, you know, the moving of coaches. That's always, no matter what, like, it's a little weird in high school, but in college, it's a huge, you know, it's a huge take, yeah. especially because of the historic, you know, the history behind Ole Miss. I mean, he had a, you know, had a huge part of it. So I'm really happy to hear that. I mean, and it's so cool to hear all these amazing, amazing runners you had because this DMR this year, I mean, everyone was always so confused, obviously last year. Um, but like this year, I'm, I'm super excited. I know we're doing preseason polls. I'm not gonna give my picks out just yet. But I'm, I'm going to let you know right now, like, Ole Miss is always in my top three. And, you know, I think in my personal view, you're going to make a huge splash. But that's just me being biased. Uh, but I was going to say, like, what what is there, you know, get off of, like, the running for a second. You know, what is there to do out on Ole Miss? I mean, everyone knows of the track and field because it is a great track and field team. But, like, right. you know, what's, what's there to do off, you know, maybe on campus or, you know, off campus? I know, obviously, you're a very, very busy person with the running world but yeah um, and, and that's and that's kind of what's tricky um, there's if you're not an athlete um and if you if if you're if you're not a guy like me there's a lot to do um you know there's a lot of places to go out at night there's a lot of places to uh go and stay out and and do a bunch of stupid things but uh you know for me you know you can go you can go bowling you can go to the movies um and then I, I train and uh, I go to school and I rest up to train again. Uh, that's really what I do. Um, and when I'm bored, I'll train, I'll train twice. So, uh, you know, the, Oxford's a great town though. Um, everybody, you know, everybody, you see everybody all the time. Uh, you know, it's a complete college town. So, you know, you kind of walk around and you'll see somebody, you will definitely see them again. It's not a town, it's not a college uh, city or town where you're gonna get lost. And, you know, if you see this person once, you're never gonna see them on campus or in the city or on the square or whatever. But uh, Ole Miss is Oxford's great, but uh, you know they're it's a big party school. Uh, I know that, but you know I'm not in the party scene that much. I'm not I'm not in it really at all. So uh, you know that that's that's pretty much what it is. If you can get lost in it if you want to, but that's just not my thing. I'm here for uh, you know one reason only. So no, that's awesome. That's definitely really really good to hear. That's that's what we really love to hear, especially from an amazing runner like you. So. Um, kind of wanted like to you know with the nil deals and everything going on uh this is a big thing for track and field because we want people to they we want people to watch us because it's i think personally and like again i think it's me being biased but like the peak athletes 
you are track and field athletes. Like you can have a bad day in an NBA game and still win as a team. You know, right. same thing with football or whatever it may be. Not to knock on them at all, but you know, you have you have just an off day at USA's. That's it. You you don't make semis. You don't make finals, and that's it. So you know, NIL deals are huge, um, and with one of the biggest NIL deals from track and field right now, college track and uh, track and field and cross country is Caitlin Tui with the Adidas. What's your what's your take on it? I mean, like, do you think it's like, something good for it? You think it's bad? You think it's, you know, we're we gonna see more less? You? Yeah, I, th- I think NIL deals are great. Um, I think that they're great for any sport. Um, you know, especially just I remember as a kid, uh, you know, I'm from Kentucky, so I was always a UK basketball fan. And the amount of kids that were walking around with the number 11 UK basketball jersey and everyone knew it was a John Wall jersey. Mm-hmm. But that dude, that dude didn't, didn't get any money from it. And right. I think that's crazy. Um, I think that as athletes, we, you know, we're on the the signs of the we're on the you know sides of the buildings and we're on these big posters and promotional and, uh, you know, football and basketball and these bigger sports make so much money for the uh, for the school. I think that they deserve to get um paid and i think that you know if you're if you're marketable enough and, and you're uh, in the public eye and stuff you should get paid as well i think they're great um i'm all for them i think they're fair um because you know you got a lot of you got a lot of kids and you know you got a lot of college kids who are down here in college they, they i can't work you know what i mean i can't yeah. have a job and uh, you know also train and also go to school and attend all my study hall hours and all that stuff you know so uh, i think nils are really beneficial um you know it's just if you, if you can, I'm not saying they're all necessary to be super high expensive deals, but if, if you can draw in that and you can help that company or, you know, you're, you're that big of a profile then then sure, go for it. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's positive. Awesome. No, it's, I thought it was so cool when it first came out. I think I was on the back end of it. It was like my fifth year and I was like, yo, that, that'd be like, that's sick. And you saw a bunch of, bunch of companies, no matter who it was, if it was, you know, think Matt Bowling, Matthew Bowling has a Duncan one. Like that's sick. Like that, yeah. that is so cool. Um, so it's really, it, it's cool to hear that, you know, you're, you're definitely on it and I'm not surprised. I'm actually a little surprised that there's, you know, not every company lining up for Cade Flat, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so talking about then, you know, we want more views, we want more people to watch it. What is something that you think that we need to do, you know, if it's in, you know, my world of, you know, podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, or just like ABC, what do you think they, we need to do differently that makes it a little more like attractive to, you know, just a public eye, you know, people who have never ran a track. Cause all we have is the Olympics. Cause let's, let's face it, even like world cha- like worlds, no one really watches that. Like, unless you're kind of a track athlete. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that uh, media does a great job. I think that you know, guys like, uh, you know, you yourself and just a lot of media and a lot of Instagram, a lot of social stuff is great. I think they interview all the right people and um, do all the right things. But I think the problem is the people, the actual athletes. I think that there's a lot of, you know, great athletes who, you know, you're going to go and set up an interview with and you go and interview them and no one watches the interview because no one, no one cares. They know what's going to be said. They know that, you know, my comp- my competitors really push me and, uh, you know, I work really hard to run as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what you get after ever over, you know, from every track athlete ever. And I think that it's the same old story and people don't want to, people don't want to see that. I think that, um, you know, there's, I mean, it, marketing in any sport in any MMA or track or basketball or football, you know, people, people, you know, care for the athlete because of the personality, they, they relate to them or they resonate them or they love them or they hate them. Uh, it's never just, 
you know, he's he's just really good, but he's really boring. So like, you know, I, I think that I think that it's a lot of the athletes' fault, and I think that there's not a lot of big races. I think that personally that every jersey's the same. You know, if you're a Nike athlete, you wear the same Nike jersey. If you're a Adidas athlete, you wear the same Adidas jersey. You can't even tell people apart. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things like that. Um, but really, I think it's all up to the athlete why why this sport isn't as big as it could be. Because you know, when Prefontaine was at his rise, everyone was watching track and field because Prefontaine could you know capture an audience. And I don't think you know track and field has too many of those guys right now. So. Yeah, I mean, you like that's that's what I was gonna say. Even going back to like when you were running at nationals, you run you know all time second, and everyone's like, holy crap! Like this kid is probably super super hype, and like. You, obviously you were just you had that chip on your shoulder whereas like anyone i mean you were probably proud of yourself which you definitely should have been but at the same time it's like you know it's having that personality of like yo this kid this kid is a monster like i i would hate to hate to like be on the line with him and then going on your instagram and seeing like okay who is this kid really and all your stuff is like really you know it's like you know i'm i'm that guy i'm him that that's me like i'm yeah. Kate flat so it, it's like, I, I definitely agree with you. It, you know, we can do so much. ABC can do so much. We can promote it as much as you want. But when it comes down to it is like, what is that athlete posting? What is that athlete saying post-interview? That's why Sha'Carri Sha Richardson. I mean, right. that's a huge person. To like, like she's an amazing runner, but her personality is like that. I mean, love, her, love her or hate her, everybody can sit there and point her out in a crowd or mm -hmm care to see what she does in an interview if she even goes to the interview or or whatever she does you know what I mean and and that's what that's what captures an audience it's not just you know track and field needs more rivalries they need more good guys more right. bad guys more funny guys more bad you know whatever they just they just need every they just need a bunch of different personalities I feel like all these runners are the same yeah no I I, I definitely agree no I think that's I think it's right where you know you pinned it right on I mean that's that's sick and I it can even show because I've, you know, I've done different interviews and they were all amazing. I've seen different ones, but like, even like when I was asking people to ask questions, like I can tell you, bro, like yours was filled up in the, like the first like 40 minutes. People <laughs> want to ask. And some of these questions are a little out there, but at the same time, like people are generally interested in what you like, who is Kate Flat? Cause you're, you're just that guy. Like I said, you're him. I'll say it every time. I've always just tried to be different and, and my whole life, you know, I was, I never wanted a, a kid in my class to have the same pair of shoes as me because I just wanted to be, I wanted to be different. I wanted to carve my own path. And that's what, that's what I've, uh, you know, tried to do in, in track and field. So no, I've always wanted yeah. to be different. And that's, that's why I said, I'm definitely glad we got, like I got this in. I was super surprised when you're like, yeah, let's do it. Cause I was like, yo, this is what, this is what the world needs. Like I think the track world needs to know who K flat is. And then like, I feel like people are just going to like, Eat, the, eat it up pretty much i think it's gonna help both of us so um i guess then uh for my for my last few questions i'll say like what kind of what, what we got on the slate any any big races i know you haven't opened up yet so like what do we anything you know if it's a secret by all means <laughs> not to tell anyone or this could be the this could be it um like what, what do we got lined up for the next we'll say month or so leading up to indoor usas Really, really, I just got um, no Rose games, SECs, and NCAAs. Uh, that's all I'm really worried about right now. Those three, uh, knocking those out, and two of those are in February. Um, so, really, just just getting ready for those mentally and physically. Awesome, yeah. So, what kind of we got any big goals? You want to keep that kind of under under the rug for right now, or? Yeah, my, my goals. Um, you know, my goals last year. I think everybody knew it was that it was that high school national record, and you know, 
didn't end up giving it, getting it, whatever, you know, five of the seven, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, really, it was, it's not really just a time goal. There's not a specific time. It's just, um, you know, proven, proven to everybody what I've said on this whole time. Uh, that's really my goal is just, just uh, proving others wrong and myself right. Um, best ever, best ever. That's my goal. So definitely love to hear that, man. All right. I mean, like I said, I got a good amount of questions. Um, I'll, I'll try to pick out the good ones. I'll try to pick out yeah. some ones that are like little, you know, like softballs for you. So, um, let's see. Let's start with we'll start with not not Doc Corey. How has your training changed from high school to college? Um, I think my training's matured a little bit. You know, I've grown up a little bit uh, being down here in Oxford. Um, me and Coach Smith, have, you know, had a lot of great talks and a lot of a lot of things, and we've implemented a lot of new stuff. Um, I think that you know, last year I was on five five six miles a week. Um, so we've really incorporated that kind of second half of the 800. Uh, we've worked on that second lap uh, all year long. So uh, hopefully, a lot of big things coming. A lot more strength. Awesome. Uh, this one is KD Yancey, 24, uh, favorite speed workout. Favorite speed workout. I really like 200s. I really like 150s. Uh, anything really quick. Um, just, you know, feels like you're sprinting in that last home stretch of a national championship. That's, that's my kind of thing. That's my bread and butter. That's what, uh, that's what I love. All right. Uh, Benny.Grover, describe your mentality in a f- three, three or fewer words. Yeah, three or fewer words. Three or fewer words. Best ever. Right there, there's two. There you right go. There. That's, that's less. Best ever, that's my mentality. All right. Uh, Emilio uh, Viscardo, what's your favorite race day song? Favorite race day song, it really depends um, on the mood. I, I, I Throughout the whole entire season, you know, when I was up in New York, I was always playing some uh, like old school, some 50 Cent, something like that. Um, but, you know, Throughout the season, it just depends on where my mind's at and what the race uh, represents or what I need to go out and do in it. Um, you know, sometimes it can be kind of chill. Sometimes it needs to be amped up. But, you know, I, I typically stand to stick to the, you know, rap and stuff. Country music's my favorite type of music, but I, I stick to, you know, rap and, uh, you know, even even some like, you know, some rock, some throwbacks. It really just depends. I'm, I'm everything. I listen to all music, so. I mean, a little bit of Zach Bryan. You big Zach Bryan guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got a bunch of Zach Bryan on my phone. So I, I got a bunch of everything. I listen to all types of music. Uh, you know, you can't always be in this, uh, this state of, you know, you know, pushing all the time. You got to relax a little bit. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one is TJX Tron. Um, he said, "How does he deal with public criticism?" Yeah, public criticism. Uh, I've received a lot of love and a lot of hate. Um, and I really only pay attention to the, the supporters, uh, the, the hate I've always, I've always said that, you know, if somebody's hating on me, especially when I was just a high school kid going out and doing big things and it's either, you know, some kid that I'm better than, or some, you know, old dude in his, you know, mom's basement sitting there hating on me. So, you know, it really, it really doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think the people that draw inspiration, uh, from what I do are, are uh, those who want to work hard and those who see something in me, like I've seen something within the grades before me and those who you know hate on it and say he's he thinks of himself too much or he he his dreams are too big or blah 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 you know they're always gonna they're gonna stay where they're at so um that's kind of my response to that i really don't pay attention to it much uh again i've done it to myself uh, i don't care you know i get i get plenty of dms a day love and hate and it's whatever I, it doesn't bother me in, in the slightest uh, and I, it, it kind of motivates me a little bit so it's great no, love it keep, keep it going <laughs> Build the fire, man. Uh, this one is BT 
Demers, uh, this one's a little bit good. This is a good one. You can add one event to Olympics, but you also have to take on, what are they? You can add one event to the Olympics? Yeah, but you have to take, take one. one away. Oh, I wait, see, I wait, is, and this is track? Yeah. See, that's almost too tough. I almost had to think about that for a little bit because mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't know what I would take away. I think that okay, take away the walk jog, okay, or the fast walk. Take away the race walk. Yeah, yeah. And add in is this just any event I can think of? Any or what, event, like whatever you think of, even if it's not an event. Yeah, yeah. Okay, take away the race walk. Throw in a throw in a thousand. Okay, I like that. No, I like that. Not th not that I would run the thousand. Are you going to compete in it? Are you going to be running that? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good that'd be a good like that's uh, where mile or eight hundred like eight hundred fifteen. It's a little it's a little too far of a gap there. So like throw, in, throw in the middle. Like that. Um, let's see. Sorry, did that one. Do do. -do. Let's end it off with this one. What separates you from others? How does that make everyday life different? It's a good one. Um, uh, I think that, and I've noticed, and I've noticed a lot this year. Um, you know, since I've, I've kind of started this, uh, you know, mentality and mindset, and you know, had these big goals. But I think that what separates me from others is just how bad I want it. Um, I understand the sacrifices that I have to make, and you know, the more you sacrifice, the harder it is to turn back. Uh, and you know, that's what I do every day. I've, I've sacrificed a, uh, you know, college experience. I've sacrificed a high school experience. I've sacrificed a lot of things to this game. And, and I'm, and I'm completely fine with that because I know at the end of the day, it's going to pay off. And a lot of people don't see that. A lot of people, um, will sit there and have a, have a night out and have fun and do this and, and skip out on this exercise or, you know, slack off in this workout. And I think that, you know, every, every opportunity you get matters. Um, every opportunity you can capitalize and, and get a little bit better matters. And I think that I do all the right things. Um, of course, I'm not perfect, but I really, I really do strive for, uh, you know, to outwork everybody. And, you know, people say, I sat there and I was, you know, I would say this last year, how, how hardworking I was and people, oh, you run five, six miles a week. Well, it's not the five, six miles a week that week that is, is so hard. It's everything else. It's everything else they don't do. Uh, it's quality over quantity. It's, it's not just because you run a hot hundred miles a week that you're getting better working than me. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're running 100 miles a week, but you're drinking on the weekends. I'm not. You're running 100 miles a week, but I'm, I'm doing five miles a week, but I'm getting in all the weight room, all the, all the push-ups, all the sit-ups, all the core. I'm doing all that right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working on my mind. I'm working on, you know, even on off days, I think I work a lot of people. I work on my mental mentality and, uh, you know, a lot of focus stuff and a lot of, uh, you know, I, I can endure a lot of pain. I, I can heal myself faster than everybody else too. So, um, you know, that, that those are things that I do. Um, that other people don't and that other people don't even realize is important. So I think that's what separates me from the rest. Awesome, man. Uh, it's a good thing mentally, physically, it's always good, especially in our sport. We need to keep it all on at a T, especially at the level that you're at and the level that you're gonna be at. Um, so that's awesome to hear that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Cade, man, this was awesome. This was so fun. I'm hoping to get out to Boston one of these times. Hopefully I'll be able to see you Hopefully I get yeah. to see you at some of these races, like get an in-person interview. Um, you know, Milrose, man, good luck, good luck. We are cheering for you. We've got the Track World News and all yeah. of our followers behind you. 
um, SECs, you know, wherever it may be, man, we are there for you. So uh, thank you again, man. Good luck with everything. And um, got anything last, last little bit? No, just just appreciate you having me. Uh, appreciate you, you know, good talk and, uh, you know, good way to kind of get uh, get me back in the swing of things. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you having me. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. All right. Well, this is Track News. Thanks for tuning in, boys.